Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to activespirituality.life with Pam and Susie. And we are looking at, I believe, the very last week of November for 2021. Pam's going to give us the rundown for the week, and I'll be back with our meditation. What's in store, Pam? Okay, I'm looking at uh, November 29th, and that starts us off the week with the moon in the sign of Libra. And basically what's going on at the beginning of the week is we have some really good juicy energy for relating, talking to one another, working things out. So if there's something you're negotiating or having a discussion with or someone who it's difficult to see eye to eye, these couple of days, Monday and Tuesday, are actually very good for um, meeting someone where they are. Monday is, uh, one can feel very inspired, very jazzed, very, uh, if you're a person on a creative project or trying to figure out a puzzle or research or how to approach a certain problem, you might get very inspired in the morning. There might be something that comes in and just presents itself or you've been able to spin a certain thought process concept or blockade in a new way that enables you to move forward with great precision actually and almost as though you don't know how you're getting there the picture I have it's a picture between Mars and Neptune and the picture in my mind is one is swimming a distance or working on getting to shore and it feels so far away and then there's it's almost as though you're carried a certain current comes or a wave or something allows a exponential increase in what you've been able to accomplish at that point in time. So this can be a very eventful, a morning that feels as though a lot happens without as much effort. What happens is we're also, we're able to approach certain conversations and situations. And this may be a conversation that's going plain in your own head. It may not be there's anyone else in the room or that you're in dialogue with. But what happens is 
that we're able to meet or understand or move through, especially an old wound or something that has given us trouble in the past. And when we're able to look at this with fresh perspective or kindness, and this is especially relevant if it's something happening within you, and it might be outside another person that you're in dialogue in, but you know, we're all connected to one another. So if somebody's hurting, it's also indicative of perhaps something that's hurting within. And so we learn from these dialogues or these experiences, and especially now in our highly polarized world where it seems like every day, every moment, every half hour, <clears throat> there's something in the news or something that we hear about or is revealed to us that just seems like, oh my gosh, can we ever get through this? And how we get through this is by feeling more and opening up sensitivity to more. So the last thing we want to do is close down from things that may seem painful or hurt or difficult to process. Because when we do that, we disengage, we cut ourselves off from the rest of the world. And that's part of what happens when people get extremely polarized. They don't allow themselves to feel, to listen, to engage with the other. And that's exactly what we have to do to dissolve these, um, these extreme barriers that seem so impenetrable. They can be dissolved through the heart, through um, allowing ourselves to feel, listen, and understand the other. So this is very heightened in the afternoon and early evening of the 29th. And we can learn and kind of reconstruct information that comes to us in this evening and then into Thursday, uh, sorry, Tuesday, the 30th. One of the things that occurs at this point in time is this is a highly auspicious evening in the late part of the evening. The times I give are Eastern time, so please adjust depending on where you are on the planet. But at 10.43 p.m. until the moon enters, until it goes void, of course, rather, at 11.20 p.m. So that's really just a window of... Um, basically less than 45 minutes. But what happens is as we go through the difficult passages of this particular day on Tuesday, we're also going towards real understanding and clarity and wisdom. So we don't want to shirk away or avoid it, meet it. If you find yourself someone who's feeling as though you're at a standstill with how you're able to meet your needs or uh, get what you want, that one seems to be at the cost of the other, then be aware of that, contemplate it, uh, bring it to the foreground, ask yourself, how can I make both these things, bring both these things into balance so that 
what I want is also what I need. And what I need is also what I want, that there's reconciliation there. And even if just for a nanosecond or a, a moment, we contemplate the possibility of that, we can lift and move into new phases of understanding about what it is we truly desire and who we really are. So there's a lot of love and creativity juice that happens in this afternoon, which is necessary because we are meeting something that's difficult, something that's challenging. We certainly will probably see this in the news arena. Some of us are going to be feeling this acutely, especially if there's cardinal sign energy active in our horoscope. So that's uh, Capricorn, Cancer, Libra, and Aries. And this could also be what's going on in your horoscope by progression. So you may know your natal horoscope, but depending on how many time, how many years you've been here, the, the planets are always moving by a, a timing system we call progression. So many of us are experiencing this in some way or another, where we have to basically meet our power source and often when we do that it means we have to confront or um, move past or compost or let something let something die within our lives so what that means is it's not as dramatic necessarily as a life passage but it can be another kind of life passage. So not that someone actually leaves the mortal world, but that a way that we used to do things or how we used to make things happen ends. And when that occurs, then we have to reconstruct. Something has to come out of the ashes of what was. And for many of us, that's what's going on now in some shape or form. Um, it certainly is happening throughout the United States with what we witness in how we uh, run government, how we interrelate to one another sociologically. These are things that are ending in the United States. And then the question is what comes in next? So we're in highly creative times of visioning. And we're also in the waning moon cycle heading towards that eclipse that happens in a few days. So let me continue. On Wednesday the 1st, Neptune goes direct. So from our perspective, it now appears to be moving forward. And so that can give many of us a kind of um, revamp or a sense of heightened um, creativity or as though certain things that were hard to understand or seemed obfuscated or not that clear. It's not necessarily that they come into crystal clarity but our confusion about it or our unsettledness or our sense of we don't know the way can start to ebb and we can feel okay with the not knowing. So that's something that's going to continue over the next couple of weeks, months, depending on where it hits your horoscope. But 
more of us will be okay with the not knowing, which is really important when you're stepping into times of great change, because things are not going to be as they were. And what can cause a lot of angst, tension, and uh, confusion is, well, what, what happens next? Well, we don't necessarily have to know exactly what happens next, but we have to, or ideally, we ease into the process, allow it to happen, and work with what's in front of us to create the best situation possible. So the moon enters the sign of Scorpio at 6.55 a.m. on Wednesday the 1st. And so the next few days are going to feel a bit like, where do I put my energy? And so for those of us who have a plan, something that we're working on, Wednesday the 1st can be productive but it can also feel at times as though maybe you're up against a wall. This is especially acute if you're working in partnership or with someone who's not pulling their share. Uh, may not be because they don't want to, but it's important to look at why this is happening and come to terms with it. The other thing that can occur um, in through sleeping in the evening of Wednesday, or some of us may wake up, or some of us who are more night owls, it may hit us between the eyes, but a revelation, a new way of seeing something can come in. And this can be very useful. It can also be a little off-putting if we've been very attached to the way things were happening. It may be more helpful to basically switch gears and realign, or we may just consider that, ah, okay, that's an alternative, but I'm going to stick with what I know. So your decision comes up through this, but be aware that um, something may be offered that is helpful it may also be a detour or distraction. You decide. The most important thing to keep in mind on Thursday the 2nd is, am I staying with the task at hand? Because there can be a tendency to get a bit derailed, to have other things coming in. And it's really much better to finish up, put to rest anything that just has a little farther to go. Also, it may be that something comes in, you think, wow, that's really something I have to work on. Put it aside, put the thought aside, jot it down, because the new moon solar eclipse is happening, but it's not happening yet. So you want to act on that once we get into the weekend early next week, because that will be a much better time, much more helpful to be rolling something new out. So on Friday the 3rd is the solar eclipse. It's the last eclipse in the, of the year. And it's also the second in the series that we saw in late November. So this eclipse, the, uh, the moon enters Sagittarius at 7.13 a.m. It had gone void at 12.22 a.m. on 
December 3rd. And it starts moving towards that eclipse, the full, um, rather the new moon that happens exactly at 2.43 a.m. on Saturday the 4th. So we're in the orb of it, depending on where you are on the planet, you may actually be experiencing the eclipse. Just do the math for the calculation uh, time change. And it's happening exactly on December 4th at 2.43 a.m. Eastern time. So on Friday the 3rd for Eastern time folk, we're in the dark of moon before that new moon actually happens. So this day, absolutely, you want to finish anything up that you don't want to bring into you, with you the next lunar cycle. This is a very powerful dynamic eclipse. These eclipses, those of you who've heard me speak before, echo what occurred in 2002. Of course, the planets are always moving. So it's not exactly the same, but if something was going on for you at that point in time, you want to look at what was going on and say, oh, okay, I'm going to adjust perspective because I don't want to fall into the same sequence I did last time. Or, wow, I want to really work with that and power on that so that I can move with it very effectively so you decide but it is important to keep in mind that in 2002 in the united states um, that was when everybody in the administration was looking for proof of weapons of mass destruction to get into the iraq war so it really behooves us to think in terms of what can we vision or imagine for the United States that doesn't look like a blame game and ramping up um, military and intervention again against, quote, terrorism. Um, so this eclipse on Friday, as we go into that dark of moon, it's what is it you want to vision for your life? For the United States, whether you live in it or not, it, it's a big country. It affects the world. And um, what is it you want to act on and move on in this time of, because the thing about this eclipse, the solar eclipse, is in the series, it usually has a lot to do with joy and abundance. So we want to really fine tune the abundant energy to be in ways that benefit all, not just benefit some. And what provides people with joy? Well, it's, it's very disturbing. Some people are joyous when they conquer and hurt. That's not what we want to amplify in this particular eclipse season. So this solar eclipse, once we get past the late afternoon, then we're in a envelope of time, late afternoon into just after midnight, Sunday the 5th. So that's 12.08 a.m. Sunday the 5th. That's when the moon goes void, of course. That period of time is especially rich 
for good opportunities to feel exuberant, to feel the sense that everything is possible, anything is possible. We've moved past the intensity of the eclipse, which happened earlier um, that at 2.43 a.m. on Saturday the 4th. And by the time we're um, a little over 12 hours later, we're in this lovely arc of let's make magic happen. Let's make the most wonderful world possible. And that can be, you know, for projects you've got going on or things that you want to have happen, but it can also be on a higher plane thinking about bigger visions for the world, uh, the country, the United States, and the interglobal world in which we live. So the moon enters Capricorn at 6.31 a.m. on Sunday. And this is a really strong um, opportunity period. It's really great. Um, I, I know it's Sunday, but for those of you who have no problem working or getting things done on Sunday, this is absolutely excellent to be putting things in motion that you want to get off the ground. So whether you take action on it or it's just uh, visioning, do that. It's, it's really, it's such a powerful time to work the best pieces of this uh, solar eclipse new moon time. And yes, you know, you'll see other things on the net that speak very negatively about eclipse season. And we certainly have been seeing volatility since that last eclipse in late November, but we can turn the ship around. And now I turn it over to Susie. Turning the ship around. <laughs> okay, so perhaps we can do our meditation on just that, on a positive outlook, on a positive future for everyone, for all beings everywhere. So as always, I please ask you to sit in some sort of upright position and make sure that you're comfortable, take a few deeper breaths and bring your energy <clears throat> to the heart centre as you take a few breaths. As you take a few breaths, just bring that energy deep into the heart centre and feel yourself becoming a channel, a conduit Visualize that you're like an open tube, open at the bottom, open at the top, and just visualize all of the wonderful, beneficial energy of the earth, of our universe, of the source field. Just visualize energy moving through you freely. So it's moving up and out, down and out, in all the directions and that you feel that things are flowing through you that are good, that are good for you, that are good for all beings everywhere. And we're only inviting that wonderful good energy to move through us. And you can visualise this as also as a toroidal field. 
So like there's a big ball of energy around you and your energy, you are the ball, your energy is moving up through that central tube. It's going out and then coming down. If you kind of visualise it like an apple, it's going down and around and then it comes back up into you through that central core and this is moving in both directions going up and down around you and coming back inside and in the opposite direction and this is uh, considered a toroidal energy field and within this energy field you're connecting to everything around you that is good that is full of life, that is full of good energy and you're constantly being refreshed, energised. And as we're doing this now, let's visualise the earth, all of our brothers and sisters, around the earth, all beings, all of the animals and the plants, all of our little microscopic brothers and sisters, all our relatives, all of the trees, the plants, all of the oceans, the waters, the fresh waters, the water inside the earth, the ice, all of earth, all of the land, all of the gases, everything, every single molecule that makes up the earth. And visualise all of this earth, all of these molecules as experiencing this same type of flow, what we just experienced through our body, through all of the molecules. So every molecule of everything, every living being, every so-called non-living being, everything on the planet is going through this process of this beautiful energy moving in and through it and out and in. So every molecule is literally breathing. Everything is alive. Nothing is blocked. Everything is in constant movement, whether it's a rock that's been sitting there for a million years or whether it's a butterfly. Everything, every molecule in movement. And when we have movement, there's no stagnancy. When we have movement, there's an ability to be fresh, alive, aware, adapting. And with all of this movement, 
we're bringing uh, a cleaning, like a spring cleaning, like a refreshment to everything. And as everything now is in movement, wherever there is stuckness, wherever there is suffering, wherever there is hatred, misunderstanding, wherever there is something that needs to change, we bring movement and we bring peace. So wherever things have become stuck, maybe some old ways, some old ways of being, perhaps uh, social, religious, or even scientific things that have been outdated and need to change. Here we bring them the energy and the ability to change. We allow everything to be in movement and to refresh and we visualise the world now in this wonderful flow where all beings' needs are met, where, where we are able to change our ways and change our lifestyle to accommodate everything here on this planet that needs our attention. And we see our world in peace. We see the people in peace. We see all of the different nations, all of the different religions, all of the different ways of life coming to peace. And we see through all of the different ways that things have been happening on our planet and we bring transparency and honesty. We bring compassion and generosity. And we bring courage and awareness to all of those places and people and institutions and nations that need it now. We are creating this world in every single moment, with every single breath, with every single thought. So we bring our thoughts and we bring our breath to that now which is a beautiful, peaceful life for our planet, for ourselves, for all beings everywhere. 
we do this with awareness and with love. And as we take a few deeper breaths, feeling this revitalizing energy and this empowering, empowering thought that we are creating our world, that we count, that we are doing this now. Thanks, everyone, so much for joining us. Have a wonderful week and we will be with you next week. Thanks so much, Pam. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.